Hello, and welcome to the Historian's Miscellany. I am your host, Jason Seidel, also known as Sid the Historian. I can't tell everyone how excited I am that we're finally kicking off this podcast. I have long thought about it, and my kids finally pushed me over the edge, so to speak. I really wanted to do something that I have a passion about can't get enough of those stories that just stop and make you think. Legendary ghost stories with super spooky backstories. I myself have experienced hauntings in two different locations that I've lived, and for multiple times in each one of those locations. Someday, I might just talk about those. What about those missing person stories that nobody can figure out what happened? Or the mysterious crime that's still unsolved, but everyone still talks about at the local coffee shop. Just make me waste my time hearing about some strange phenomena. The weird, unexplained lights in the sky. Shadows where there shouldn't be shadows. Noises with no real source. Areas or land that were changed overnight with no real explanation. You get the idea. So sit back and relax. I hope you enjoy the Historian's Miscellany. Our first tale is about a man named Fred. Fred and his wife Jane started a general store in Sacramento in what is now located in Phelps County, Nebraska in the mid to late 1800s. Legend has it that Fred hoped to make a good living providing supplies and even some of his homemade corn whiskey to the early settlers as they came into and through Nebraska. Even though the roadhouse seemed to be doing just fine, Fred and Jane had a strained relationship. Some of this strain could have been because she was just unable to produce any children. While she was known to be hardworking, Jane also wasn't as exciting as many of the ladies seen along the trail west. She was also said to not be as handsome as many that passed through. All that knew Fred claimed him to be a ladies' man. There are multiple stories of Fred's entanglements with women that would make their way through Sacramento and come into their general store. Fred seemed to cotton to those that live life a little on the edge, with a tough side to them. Let's say he liked them a bit feisty. One such lady was said to later join Buffalo Bill in his Congress of Rough Riders. That's feisty. However, it wasn't just her that caused the problems. Maybe it was the culmination of many. One day, a gal named Goldie came through the roadhouse and spun tales about following General Joseph Hooker's army and the camps of soldiers during the Civil War. She seemed to have a lot of excitement surrounding her. Fred really took a liking to Goldie, and their relationship quickly blossomed. Of course, Jane soon found out about the affair, and decided that she'd had enough. The shame and jealousy from Fred's actions finally put her over the edge. Jane killed Fred. The reports on how she killed him are not clear. We'll never know and nobody's been able to find any written documentation of their story. However, all that tell the tale know what she did next. 
Jane decided that Fred would never have his charming looks, even in death. She carved up his face and then disposed of what was left of his body down a well. Laura does not specify if the well was in the basement of the general store or if he was moved to what was the basement of the general store after being retrieved from the well. Either way, he is said to still be buried there and that location has been cemented over. Jane was never convicted of the murder. Both she and Goldie were said to have left Sacramento at some point after the incident. Of course, not with each other. So fast forward over a century. Not much is left to Sacramento. The sod schoolhouse, the butcher shop, the post office, the hotel, the drugstore, the stable, the hardware store, the blacksmith, the flour mill, and printing shop are no longer there. Wow, sure had a lot of things back in the day, though. As a matter of fact, you could barely tell that this location supported all of that commerce as it moved about five miles to the northwest to Holdridge once the railroad came through. And even that old general store is gone, and what is now called the Speakeasy is in its place. The Speakeasy is a fantastic place to go for dinner and a few drinks. I've personally dined there on dozens of occasions. As a matter of fact, my wife and I had our prenuptial dinner there. However, you may get more than just good food and cocktails when you visit. I dare you to have to use the restroom and go into the basement. For me, I always get super chilly when down there. Of course, basements are always cold. This one seems to be just a bit colder. Faceless Fred, as he is known, is said to haunt the speakeasy. Most people think he's buried below the basement. However, he likes to come upstairs and look for lovely dark-haired ladies and try to get their attention. At least that's what the stories say. Most describe Fred as a presence that they feel. One account was where a lady was trying to pay her tab and she felt some kids tugging at her blouse. When she turned to ask the kids to knock it off, there was nobody there, and the only kids in the restaurant were clear on the opposite side. A waitress recounted that one night while working, she heard a loud noise like many pots and pans falling in the kitchen. When she went to check it out, nothing was out of place, and there was no explanation as to what it could have been. One night, the staff saw a man come through a door, and he just disappeared. All of them present had to do a double take and ask each other if they really did see what they thought they saw. Another instance was when the bartender was trying to close up and count out the register. A man came in, he sat down, and he ordered a whiskey. When the bartender turned around, there was nobody there. Most of the encounters are just like this. The people either heard or saw something that they couldn't explain. If Fred is seen, patrons and staff of the speakeasy claim that he's wearing a red flannel shirt and denim overalls. He has unkempt blonde hair and nobody can ever make out his face. On occasion, Fred does get a little more ornery and the staff will find pots and pans on the floor when they know the building was left empty the previous night. In the late 80s, 
A chef reportedly yelled at Fred one night when he was bothering a waitress. He came in the next morning and was missing some of his knives. There was no explanation and the knives were never found. Most of these that have had interactions with faceless Fred say that he's harmless. It's just more like you just sense that he's there. Not too far north of the speakeasy, people driving the Funk Odessa Road often see an image much like Fred trying to hitchhike. Those that have stopped to pick up the person wearing those denim overalls with a plaid shirt are always surprised to find that nobody is there when they look back. Locals are mixed on whether or not this is Fred or another completely different apparition. Most say they are different. For me, the coincidence of how they look and the location not far apart leads me to want to think that it's Fred expanding his search for those lovely ladies. Thank you for listening to the Historians of Miscellany and the story of Faceless Fred. I would like to thank the sources of our information, Taden Bundy, Glenn Thompson, Dennis Walker, and Nebraska Phantasms, History Nebraska, and the Carney Hub. I encourage you to check out the Speakeasy for a truly great dining experience. It will be very unlikely that you'll run into Faceless Fred, but at least your Epicurean palate will be satisfied. And maybe, just maybe, you will get that encounter with Fred. Please let us know your feedback by leaving comments on our Facebook page, on Instagram, or as a review on your favorite podcast streaming platform. If you have suggestions for future shows, feel free to pass them along. And please, stay curious.